welcome to New Zealand Vegan Podcast episode 103. I'm your host Elizabeth Collins and this week I want to talk about something that was inspired by some recent um, uh, conversations I guess I had and other things that were going on with people. Um, as I said in my last episode, things are really changing, it's palpable and um there's obviously more promotion of veganism. In fact, I saw a um, a recent statistic that was on the Huffington Post, which is a US-based online, um, I don't know what you call it. I mean, it's not a blog. It's like a, it's sort of like a, a mainstream-ish, um, you know, uh, news and event and opinion and things like that. It's quite, quite famous. And it said that the the amount of vegan percent percentage of people vegan in the United States has gone from one percent up to two point five percent in the last three years. Gee, what a coincidence! The you know the abolitionist vegan movement has been going um, and accelerating um, and really kind of started to get going in the last um, five or so years. But I'd say in the last three years since I've been part of it, because um, I began doing this in. 2009 but I was just sort of fumbling along and I mean even in New Zealand I'm seeing differences so you know the dialogue is, is, is has has changed as I've always said that and it's happening I always knew it would and it's just uh, it's just wonderful to see though um I've never give I've never give up hope I mean it's just inevitable and so that's great however as I said in my last episode because you know when you when now that now that things are really happening and there's more and more people promoting veganism you know, you can't really predict, but back, you know, three years ago, it was, it was just um, a totally different world, and I mean, my world is very limited, I'm not going to say that I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of very insulate, insulated, insulated in my world, um, I know that because I've been sort of buried in this particular movement, and I basically have not really, I don't have, I don't get involved in, um, a lot, a lot, I mean, in the broadest scheme of things, I'm, I'm in a pretty insulated position, what I mean by that is, um, I don't, I don't have, I, I don't partake in, 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 in much else, and so, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, even on YouTube, if you look at a video about veganism, and it has maybe a couple of thousand reports, a um, couple of thousand plays, and then you look at a, a video of a of a girl, you know, some sexist video of a girl falling down or something, and her, you know, clothes fall off or something. That that would have like five hundred thousand views or something. So I I know that you know we've still got a long way to go, but it's very 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 exciting the growth and the rapidity of the growth within the world that I'm in, which is the animal activism world, which in itself is a really, um, it is a big world, but um, it's a totally welfareist world. So uh, it's it's been great. And I live in New Zealand and there, it's it seems to me to be agonizingly um, slow here, but, you know, things are even changing here. And, 
um, all it took was people just being introduced to the concepts of Gary Francione's um, abolitionist approach to animal rights. That's all it took. And um, people are exploring the ideas and they are changing the way they're thinking. And the new vegans that are coming out, as we heard from the statistics, um, which is it's a pretty big interest if you consider in, in, in three years, uh, that the number of vegans has increased from 1% to 2.5%. That's, you know, a 250% increase, right, in three years. And, you know, veganism is, is just getting more and more uh, known. So um, think things are, are definitely changing. And so the new vegans coming in, new vegans are learning about the abolitionist approach and hearing about this kind of thing. New vegans learning about veganism from abolitionist advocacy or from vegan advocacy. So there, it's gonna, I think it's just even going to accelerate even more. And I really am excited about the next few years, but still live in the moment and, you know, try to live in the moment. Uh, but it is, it's just, it's just really, really great to see um, just because I mean we have to end this whole horrible holocaust that's going on and the beautiful thing about the abolitionist approach is it's all about non-violence and it's about ending all discrimination it's not limited to non-humans so it's it's definitely this wonderful wonderful freight train kind of thing that's sort of gathering momentum and um, I mean I to me, to me, it's it's really really exciting, and um, I'm going to keep keep on going down here in New Zealand, um, doing my own thing, um, and other people are doing their own things as well. So anyway, that brings me to my um, to my episode today. Uh, it was um, it was basically a general question and a couple of websites and I was just sort of it's not really based on any one in particular, but I really hope that this general concept without me having to name any any specific any specific entity anyone listening who considers what i'm saying and thinks it has validity you can go out there and look at any website whether it's in your own country or whether it's i am going to talk about the safe website in new zealand um, because that is very related to new zealand um to what goes on down here but um, you can hopefully you can apply what I'm what I'm going to say about this, and if you agree, and or even if you don't agree, you can at least look at the websites in in your own countries and in your own animal rights communities, if they are indeed animal rights communities. Um, m- most of them are still welfareist, and, and you can apply and just have a look and see. So I'm rambling again. Um, so basically, things are changing. Um, people are now pr- promoting veganism, and now us people who have been saying um, for the last, you know, however many three years for myself, I guess three to four years, um, promote veganism, promote veganism. People are, and then now it's like it's like this new thing. It's like I did my last episode on. We have to keep it as a moral issue. We ha- it, sh- it it should begin and end as a moral issue. There are people out there who are excited about promoting veganism, but they only want to do it for, um, with regard to reaching out to people's. Um, health only and ignoring um, or overlooking or definitely putting to the side, especially in the beginning, uh, the victims. And I disagree with that. So as people are starting to say, okay, we, we want to promote veganism, the typically typical um, of myself anyway, as an abolitionist, um, we, you know, I, I mean, that's very, very clear. I mean, what, what we want people, 
from people, from activists, has always been clear. There's no deviancy from that. Um, it's just um, people are going to do what they're going to do, and you know I can't force anybody to do anything. So the objections uh, are always there, um, and I'm going to address one of those today. You know, it's funny. We one of the things that when we used to, for example, when we used to, when I first used to have some contact with some people who worked for SAFE. SAFE is, for anyone who's not in New Zealand, um, who SAFE is the um, Animal Welfare National Organization, has paid employees, they're on the news, they're sort of the recognized, they call themselves the voice for animals in New Zealand, and they're 100% new welfareist, run by vegans, um, of course, just like Animals Australia, they model a lot of what they do after, after Animals Australia, their campaigns are basically identical um, for example, there's the latest campaign um, is identical, but I don't even it's it's all very depressing. But I don't want to talk about that. But what I want to talk about now is like, so so it's funny because we were I remember back in the day, um, a couple of people, myself included, would sort of say to say, hey, why don't you have a vegan campaign? Have a vegan campaign, and they kept promising a vegan campaign, um, just to sort of shut us up, and they have never done a vegan campaign. Um, they've done a go veg um campaign which I mean I could devote like five podcasts to that but I'm not going, I'm going to try not to get sidetracked but they have not done a vegan campaign they're run by vegans they have vegan recipes they have vegan food at their events because they themselves are vegan but they are not um, an organization that um, promotes veganism as the moral baseline obviously and and here's the thing that now that I've now that the things are changing and and there's there's more vegan activism out there I still go back to my to my episode that I did on it being unequivocal, I almost want to post that again. In fact, I think I might have to post that in, in alignment with this particular episode that I'm going to do today. Although I'm a bit worried because I did that episode a while ago, and who knows what I who I mentioned in there who's completely done a 180. But anyway, I can't be responsible for for that. Um, I'm going to put the episode out, and let's hope that um, you know it just concentrate on the fact that it's all about being unequivocal. So the thing that sort of the thing that kind of and I and I used to get these little niggles when I when I used to talk to Safe and they'd say we're going to have a have a vegan campaign and we would be like let's you know I really wanted them to have a vegan campaign but there was something about it that bothered me and I and and now that you know now that things have changed so much in the last you know from then from two to three years ago when we were I mean time just flies I'm pretty sure it was about two to three years ago because I mean I've only been doing my podcast since I think 2009 so that's four years ago and I just was like doing nothing for the first few months of doing my podcast I wasn't doing anything I didn't have a Facebook page I was just completely just talking to you know talking to the universe all all alone in my little room and you know just sort of you know things have changed a lot since then but when when more people started saying a couple of years after that so it would be what um two to three years ago now when people started saying t- we started pressuring safe and they said they were going to have a vegan p- campaign and i kind of I, th- I something about it bothered me and now here is here is what is kind of coming to the fruition because um the prob the problem is with with the one of the biggest problems that um is in the animal movement is that veganism is is linked with I mean the last thing that we want is for veganism to be linked with animal welfare in any way um, 
the vegans who were new welfareists have, have already did that. Um, groups like Vegan Outreach, they make it very clear that to them, veganism is just another way of reducing suffering. It's just one of many ways of reducing suffering, and they're very new welfareist, and they're anti-abolitionist. Um, and I'll post an article that um, Gary Francione wrote which is um, addresses this just another way of reducing suffering thing, which is a really really good article to read. And um, so the problem, the problem. So if Safe did have a vegan campaign, let's say instead of their, I mean they didn't, and they're just they're not going to. Um, well, at least not for a while. I mean maybe maybe now they they even might, but even that is, I mean don't get me wrong, I want people to promote veganism, but oh god, I don't I don't even know how I'm going to articulate this. Okay, I'm gonna really, really try because back back when we were when we were all saying, "Come on, safe, have a vegan campaign," and they were like, "Yes, we're gonna have a vegan campaign," and I we were like, "Well, we didn't believe that they would. Uh, we were too cynical." And like I said, they haven't. But even if they said they would, I was a little troubled by it because I was thinking, and I remember saying, "Well, I'll promote the vegan campaign, I guess, but I don't want to promote safe." So I was like, "If they do have a vegan campaign." I'm going to be in a position where I'm going to be like having to write, you know, huge disclaimers because I write disclaimers for everything. I learned that from Gary Francione. Um, you know, well, I mean, it's a lawyer thing, I guess, as well. I mean, it's just it's just what you do. But I thought, God, I don't want to promote safe, you know. I don't want to link veganism to animal welfare. I don't want people to associate veganism with cage-free eggs and and, you know, sauerkraut campaigns and anti-fur campaigns, you know, veganism is veganism, and cage-free eggs campaigns and that, they have nothing to do with veganism, absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing, that is the whole point of why we say animal welfare and abolition are, the welfareist movement and the abolitionist movement are, sep they're separate movements, it's not, people get, I don't understand, people, do you, do, do people think that we want to have this divided world of animal, you know, advocacy, do, do, do people really think that we just prefer that there's not this united movement, no, we want a united movement, we want a united animal rights movement, a united vegan movement, animal welfare, which is about ways of using animals supposedly less painfully, is got nothing to do with veganism, because veganism is about not using animals, so therein lies the obvious clear opposite, you know, factor, I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out, so, I don't want, you know, there there is no uniting with that. I can't, I can't, I don't consider myself part of a movement that is perpetuating the idea that animals are, you know, non-human animals are things for us to use. I have refused on moral grounds to have anything to do with that. And I've made that really, really, really clear. And I make no apologies about it. Uh, I just wish other people would sort of see it. So the problem that the problem now was like the latest, this, this couple of conversations that I had that inspired this podcast where people were like, a couple of people were like, what do you think of this website or whatever? Um, I see these vegan websites and they call themselves vegan websites. Like vegan outreach is a major you know, the, the vegan outreach is, I mean, the name vegan outreach is, it's, it's, that, that organization is, is, um, 
I do not support vegan outreach. <laughs> put it put it like that. I don't care if their name is vegan. That I don't support them. Just because they've got vegan in their name does not mean that I support them. And that's the same with um, with w- websites. I I find it really. I think that we have to continue this you know this vein that veganism is veganism animal rights is veganism because animal rights is about rights the fundamental right not rights not to be used not to have your bodily integrity violated not to be killed not to be slaughtered not to have your baby stolen i mean those are pretty basic rights if you read introduction to animal rights your child or the dog by gary francione that book is just so incredibly important to understand the concept of of rights it taught me so incredibly much about about the importance of that that of of the philosophical the, you know theoretical practical legal kind of real world reality of why we we are stuck with words we have no choice but that because that's how we communicate we can't telepathically communicate with each other and yes I know smiles are universal but we use words so we're stuck with the words right so don't get too hung up on the words get into the concepts behind it and what we're trying to do as a movement so the animal rights movement needs to we need to we still have we have to keep delineating it and delineating delineating it we cannot have that line blurred and blurred because they've been trying to blur it from the beginning and what I see is I see a lot of people who want to have they want to create a vegan website and they want to have their their you know to have vegan in the name and they they want to do veganism but they're still linking they're still linking and I you know that's sort of like an internet term but it's an important term. It's your alliances. It's what are you saying this is to do with when you're teaching people, because this is about vegan education, at least I believe it is. Um, what are you teaching people who have, have who have yet to learn about veganism? What are you teaching them? And if you look at my website, it's the link list is is there's really no link list at the moment. Um like I said, I'm really just going to promote Gary Francione directly and pretty much nobody else just because of experiences that I've had and just that's just me. But there are, you know, there are, when it comes to to um, linking with anything, if I do link with anything apart from Gary Francione, it has to be unequivocal abolitionist vegan resources and if they're not I don't want to link to them I don't want to present the idea to people that here here is this incredibly important concept this incredibly important social movement the most important social movement of the of our time of our history the abolitionist animal rights movement about ending all discrimination about having non-violence as the fundamental core baseline therefore veganism is obviously part you know the the core baseline of that with regards to the individual and how they how they live in order to be part of this movement as well as to be an advocate for this movement so the what what I find sad is like for some you know there's still I, I mean I know a lot of the people a lot of people are still affiliated with these animal welfare movements. There are a lot of people who, who they look at the fame that the animal welfare movements, that the animal welfare groups have. They get on the TV, they get interviewed on mainstream television. Well, so what? I mean, if that, that, that just shows that they're part of the status quo. And right now the status quo is 
animals are resources, they're things, they're property. It's how we use them, not that we use them, and it's and then and it's and it's based also on health. Um, health issues are coming to the fore, and I talked about that in my last podcast as well. And I'll probably do another podcast. No, I don't need to. I think I covered it in my last podcast. So when when I when I'm in, when I'm educating people about veganism, if if anybody goes to my website, I want them to see. I want it to be really, really, really clear. I I will never have a link to safe on my website. I mean, I just I don't like. I don't even like. I mean, it's there are there are some even if I link to say another one another person who says they're abolitionist and they have a link to the Aotearoa Vegan Society. That's a welfareist vegan society. The Aotearoa Vegan Society is a welfareist organization. Um, they I think lately in their latest productions they may have had less endorsement of Safe, but they're linking. They're another group. I mean, most of the most of the people who run run the Aotearoa Vegan Society are members of Safe. You know, Safe. Um, dominate the animal um, uh, sort of uh, world in New Zealand, just like Animals Australia in in um, in Australia and the um, Humane Society of the United States and PETA in America. And um, I'm not really familiar with with Europe and and other other places like that, but so I can only talk about my own experience. So, the so even though you know if you go to my website, there's not this massive link list. I mean, I could link to a whole bunch of resources and just have a disclaimer. I did. I I actually I I beg to differ. I have a page, the Sanctuary Rescue page, that um, links to to New Zealand to local rescue and sanctuaries, and that has a huge disclaimer on it because not not one single one of those that I link to promote veganism unequivocally. Um, some of them mention veganism more than others, but they all are welfareist. And if there are any links on their websites, they're to to safe or to some single issue campaign. I. You know, so I even even linking to to say say another. You know, I just I feel no allegiance. I don't I don't have any any qualms about completely um, showing people that veganism and animal rights, abolitionist animal rights, has nothing to do with welfare welfareist organizations and the mainstream animal movement as we know it and it's very very important that we don't present that idea and I really object because if if you have a, a website that's called a vegan website and it's supposed to be all about veganism right like you're you're naming it a vegan website it's like why vegan outreach just is just like just really makes me upset like Eric Marcus is vegan.com I mean yes he had a lot of information about veganism but he he tied it in with all this welfare stuff he's totally um, anti-abolitionist welfare animal welfare using animals in 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 this way instead of that way is using animals and veganism is about not using animals so veganism is completely separate from animal welfare it's got nothing to do with animal welfare and we should not link it in any way shape or form you shouldn't refer to some animal you know just because you're a vegan website doesn't mean you're obligated to link to every animal group in the country because you know what none of them have anything to do with veganism they might have some vegan recipes they might their members might you know the 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 paid employees might you know the organizers might be vegan 
but so what that that's that's sending a confusing message to the public so we really have to keep it focused and, and you know what there are more and more um there's just it's inevitable that there's going to be more um vegan groups out there and you know there are some people who promote veganism who don't promote gary francio and that's been happening for a long time there they there are there's people who promote abolition the theories and everything that he's created and they don't they don't link to him that's been going on you know that's been going on for a while and that continues to go on but at, you know at the very least they're they're not they're abolitionist and they're not linking to these welfareist organizations and they're making it very clear the message is really 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 important that is the most important thing is that we don't continue to allow this line to be to be blurred it needs to be made bigger and bigger the divide between animal welfare and veganism and animal welfare and animal rights animal rights meaning veganism needs to be made wider and wider and clear it needs to become a chasm that you, the general public can clearly see and make their decisions based on that and um, so um, that that is what I have to say about about this and it does trouble me so like for example um, it may, this may sound counterintuitive and I'm, I don't know if I'm phrasing it right but if safe decided to have a vegan campaign i don't know how a safe vegan campaign would look because they their campaigns are all about making money so um uh it wouldn't even be a campaign um they've got this go veg go veg thing where they basically conflate veganism and vegetarianism together and um yeah, that's basically what they're doing, which is harmful. Okay, that is a harmful. That is the wrong thing to be doing. But anyway, um, but let's say they did have, you know, I mean, they they have. I just, oh, how can I say it? If if they did put out like a pamphlet about veganism, safe, for example, I'm not going to use that pamphlet in my advocacy. Why would I use that pamphlet in my advocacy when I can use pamphlets from Gary Francione which is unequivocal about veganism or my own pamphlets that I made um, that are unequivocal about veganism another really wonderful pamphlets that I love are Nathan Schneider's um, uh, flyers there's Ava Betts there's the peaceful prairie literature there's the becoming vegan pamphlet and there's the Boston vegan associations wonderful wonderful resources I mean that group is inspirational I I need to keep checking in with them because they're very very active abolitionist group and very very inspiring to me um, because I, I mean still in New Zealand things are very slow but um so, so that's what I have to say. So, what I, I hope that I'm making, I hope that I've made sense in this in this little podcast that I've done. Um, that what I'm trying to say is, when pe- pe- if you see a website emerge, spring up, and um, it says vegan, you know, vegan website or or a vegan group or there's or like a vegan, there's all kinds of new platforms now. There was this new platform that I was showing. Um, it's 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 um, it's not called vegan though, it's called something else. But basically if you if you see that word, just, just like just like for example the my face is on fire, my face is on fire dot blogspot dot com with dashes in between my dash face dash is dash on dash fire dot blogspot dot com. That is run by Milen Wallet and that 
does a really good job of and of of jumping on the misrepresentations of veganism in the mainstream media because you know we have to be vigilant we're the educators we're the ones who are who are responsible for what we tell people and there's so much misinformation out there i mean this is not new and a lot of the and, and the misinformation that we have to be really careful about now with these with these new websites coming out that are that are vegan websites but they're linked they're run you know they're linked to welfarist websites i mean why does your vegan website or your vegan um, group or your vegan whatever link to to um, campaigns and things that have nothing to do with veganism that are perpetuating the property status of animals such as um, a, a link to you know an anti-fur campaign or a petition about um, banning live exports as in Australia is a really really big one or in New Zealand um, there's this cage free believe it or not it's I mean it's just ridiculous I mean that has nothing to do with veganism you know we have ve we have vegans in New Zealand who are members of SAFE and work for SAFE going on you know TV and publicly you know speaking out against cages and and they're saying that they're vegan and and I'm almost like I mean I I've it's it's such a it's such a mixed feeling now because I see these things and I'm like yes they said the word vegan I'm like but damn it they're associating veganism with this stupid campaign this immoral campaign about cage free eggs that has nothing to do with veganism so I almost object to it it's like don't even tell them you're vegan I know that sounds really counterintuitive this is new stuff like I say when the landscape changes and when everything sort of changes around you you start looking for stuff and you say oh hang on a minute gosh I didn't really think about that because back then you know we weren't dealing with that back then we were just trying to get people to promote veganism okay so now people are creating websites about veganism or having a podcast about veganism or they're doing whatever but they're still linking it in and they're tying it in so now they're sort of they're they're um, trying to blur that line and they and they're associating veganism you know because veganism has always traditionally been about non-human animals of course I mean veganism what am I saying veganism is about non not using non-human animals you know products um, clothing uh, for entertainment you know sports uh, you know work I mean it's about it's about not using non-human animals so yes it is associated with animals but the problem is that doesn't mean that it that doesn't mean that it's associated with animal welfare and I'm sure um, so I, we shouldn't be doing that and so I, I, I'm very very careful about these um, uh, vegan websites that I see that have that have come out I'm not gonna just be all excited about them because as soon as I go to um, what they're what what message are they giving out it's still a confusing message it's 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 you know it's weird because it's like you have this animal welfare group um, let's let's use say for example and they have a vegan recipe page or if you if you search for vegan I'm just gonna go on the safe home page and I'm going to search for the keyword vegan that's one thing I do for almost every website that I find um, so search results for vegans are um, there's food there's a vegan triathlon um, some members participate there's article about food they're, they're linking to external articles about veganism that they found um, the one the one thing that the safe um, uh, events is is um, they um, just talk about safe had a vegan stall at the 2008 wild foods festival in Hokitika um, 
safe head uh, vegan chocolate cake or something like that. The, you know, when you do a when you do a search for the word for the word vegan, um, you're gonna see you're gonna see um, uh, you're gonna find something something on it. But it's like the the welfare's the welfare's websites like Peter for example has has literature. I mean Peter's oh my god, Peter has 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 got these campaigns that 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 mentioned veganism and we are just like shut up like don't even don't even talk like you just are not qualified to talk about veganism like they talk about it in sexist terms they talk about it in um in extremely misogynistic terms about weight loss and 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 you know the sex sexes and um the sexist campaigns that they have and they had this one uh that was all about it was a terrible campaign it was like it was a photo of a woman and um and then they they went on about how overweight she was in this billboard or something and then they were like go vegan and you can and so so it's 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 really really difficult because like you can't control what happens to to an idea once it gets out there you can't control what other people do with the word you can't control what um what they're doing with it, but you can make your position really clear. So it's it's almost the reverse now. So we've got these welfareist groups, and they've got vegan stuff on their websites. And I'm almost like, oh, I wish they didn't. I wish they. I wish that. I wish that they weren't tying veganism with the with 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 welfare. You know. Um. I mean, I just wish animal welfare. I mean, it just shouldn't exist when re- with re- vegans should not be doing that. Vegans should not be doing that. Industry, industry, the people who who uh, market the body parts, they're the ones who are um, who are concerned with animal welfare because it's their product. I mean, read Gary Francione's work. Read his life's work to understand it is all about making it more economically efficient. Animal welfare is all about economic efficiency because animals are sentient beings and if the welfare of the animal increases according to industry standards, the quality of the product will increase. Listen to the debate with Eric Marcus and Gary Francione where he on the on this on the HSUS website itself it goes on and on about the quality of the product increasing. And if you look at these cage, you know, cage-free eggs and these these things it's all about how it's much more it's more healthier for you and it doesn't have antibiotics in in, in it and all these kinds of things. So now so we have the so it's so it's 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 weird. It's like a double-edged sword. It's like you know, it's just, this is the changing landscape, so I just, I mean, I'm, it's, it's, it's hard to articulate, because people are going to turn around and say, what are you, what are you complaining about now, you know, they're talking about veganism, they're promoting veganism, and, and you're complaining still, like, you're never satisfied, well, you know what, I'm not satisfied, and so we're promoting veganism unequivocally, unequivocally, so if you have a website, or a group, or, or some kind of platform that's about veganism then make it about veganism it's got veganism has nothing to do with animal welfare and you shouldn't be um linking it to that it's not a good idea is it if you think about it it's not a good idea is it okay because it it confuses the issue it makes it it makes it out like veganism is just about animal welfare which it's not um so i i do object to um anybody doing that and I know maybe you're not going to have as many you know maybe your link list isn't going to be you know as big and I mean it's like so what wait 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 a while and, and it will get bigger and you can link to more and more unequivocal vegan sites you know or at least have a really clear disclaimer at least have really really clear clear disclaimers I mean disclaimers can be educational 
Um, I really hope that the disclaimer on my sanctuary page is is educational to people and makes it clear, you know, why I have it and and what what it's about and that it's got you know that it's got nothing to do with um, promoting um, animal welfare and and um, uh, because a lot of these sanctuaries do. Um, so, uh, so it is, it's, it's kind of like I said, this double-edged sword you see, because we, we're still, people still want to be intertwined with the welfare movement, because it's big, it's fancy, it's got all the money, um, it's, it's famous, um, and it's very social, you know, people are very social creatures, and, um, and, um, so, and also a lot of the people who are, um, doing, sort of vegan things are they're realizing now they're not comfortable with um, the animal welfare promotion but they're still loyal to the organization they're still loyal to their organization and you know I guess I guess maybe because they went vegan because they um, you know got involved with with the organization on the cage free egg campaign or something and they met some other vegans and they finally learned about veganism so, okay, I mean, I, obviously I don't want there to be an elimination of all, you know, vegan promotion, but I mean, um, on these on these welfareist groups, because inadvertently, you know, despite all the odds to the, you know, against all odds, people do go vegan, but um, we need to just be really, really clear. We have to keep being, being really, really clear, and people find it tiresome, and people find it annoying, and they think, I mean, they just don't get it because uh, it's it's just back to the basics. It's got to be unequivocal. It's got to be the moral baseline. If veganism is your group and your website and your organization's moral baseline, moral baseline being the key words, moral, then you will have nothing to do with animal welfare campaigns unless you're pointing out the hypocrisy of them. Um, I guess, like, when it comes to single-issue campaigns such as uh, not testing um, products on animals, people, if they wanted, and I don't agree, let me say that in advance, people, if they wanted, could argue that, well, because veganism is about not using any animal products and this product is about eliminating animal testing, then it's it's related to veganism in some way. No, um, it's a single-issue campaign. It's not about veganism. It's about vivisection or it's about fur or whatever the fact that you know vegans don't use fur and don't use vivisection does not mean that the single issue campaign of vivisection that and ignores all other animal um, exploitation is is related to veganism in any in any fundamental or any significant way it's not um, we have to really really continue to um, to be this voice that is really, really, really clear that veganism and animal rights has nothing but nothing to do with the animal welfare movement. It shouldn't be linked with veganism. Um, if the welfareists are going to do it on their sites, you know, um, that's you know that's they're always going they're always going to have the vegan recipes or or whatever on their sites um or they'll make whatever mention of veganism and they're making more mention of it now because of the growing vegan movement. But we we have to be really, really clear that veganism is about veganism. So if, if, if your average member of the public who's f just hearing about veganism now because of all the hype and they go onto your vegan website and they see this information about veganism, but they also see this big thing promoting some cage-free egg campaign or a ban exports campaign or something, it's actually counterproductive to the vegan movement and what we're trying to do. Um, so 
please I hope people consider that and um, I hope that it made sense um, because it's it is it's sort of annoying having to be the naysayer all the time but I'm not saying anything different than I did you know when I first learned about abolition I mean I'm really really not it's just that what's happening now is there's this this new movement is growing but it's still you know you're going to have all it comes in all shapes and sizes and there are still people who are really um, loyal to the animal welfare groups that they're either still part of they don't they say oh well I don't agree with everything they're doing but and they think that the head has a place and they think that you know animal welfare and veganism sort of go side by side and you know you can either go this way or you can either go that way and that, that's that you know that is that is just really really a, a big mistake to be sending that message out um, to the people who you're educating about veganism um, because I mean how many times do I have to say it it has nothing to do with veganism does it I mean veganism is about not using animals so how is a campaign about using animals about have anything to do with veganism just because vegans are running the campaign that just means that they're misguided vegans it doesn't mean that it, it should be linked um, so I mean it does it does seem a bit it's not because it's about deliberately isolating yourself it's about creating this really clear a message it's really really clear powerful voice I mean the powerful vegan abolitionist um, justice nonviolent voice that we are creating and, and it will get easier for other people you know it's already getting easier for those who are kind of on the fence or who maybe didn't want to deal with conflict or um, you know being ostracized or something from their communities as much as it's it's already getting bigger because more and more people are are getting behind it but it's it's and i'm hoping that that this 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 will become really really clear um to to i mean i love it when i get a chance to speak to a member of the general public at my street stall and i i love it when i have the opportunity to let them know that veganism has nothing to do with animal welfare and that it's that it's it's not related, and that that is actually speciesist, and that um, it goes against. Um, I mean, it's it. They actually get it. They say, "Well, yeah, that does make sense." I mean, that they get it because they they haven't been invested. They haven't invested their time um, in um, maybe the group or the organization. So maybe there's less personal things involved. But um, you speak to somebody in. Um, in the street about how veganism is about not using animals, you don't use them at all, you reject all animal use and you live vegan. Therefore, obviously, it has nothing to do with whether they're in cages or whether they're in a big barn or whether they're, you know, slaughtered with being gassed or whether they're being having their throats cut. And they get it. They get it. Uh, we have to get it more. We have to, we have to, um, you know, maybe I'm... Uh, you know, if I can get to that person first and clear that up for them before they go on a vegan website and see it all there, this big mishmash, you know, sometimes I go on animal groups on Facebook and I can't even stay on there for more than, for more than one minute because, or even a website, because my head is just swimming. It's just like, so everything is there. There's ban, ban live export and then there's um, vegetarian everywhere and then there's like this campaign about about beagles and then there's this campaign about uh, pigeon shooting and then there's that campaign and it's like it's just like what the heck is going on I mean I, I love I love nothing more than when I go on a website and it's really clear and focused on justice
process and it's not this big huge confusing mishmash um if I was a member of the general public who had never really learned about veganism and I jumped on one of those websites before I got a chance to to sort of have the animal rights position articulated to me and I was being told by this famous group that I see all over the news that animal rights means cage-free eggs and, and, and this and that vegetarian or whatever, um, I... You know, I, I mean, I, I didn't come, I didn't figure it out on my own. I actually needed someone to, to point it out to me. But when they did, it did make perfect sense to me. So it's, it's, um, don't get it twisted. It's not that, um, it's not that the general public can't figure it out. But I mean, it's why make their education confusing in the beginning? Why not give them the really clear, the really clear picture? I mean, I, I, I would love nothing more than there to be this really publicly clear divide known to people. You know, I, it's, it's not about, it's not a personal sort of, I don't want to play with you kind of thing. It's a moral issue. And um, it's a moral issue. And promoting animal welfare is immoral and it's speciesist um, because it perpetuates the property status of animals. So um, I just really urge people who are sort of getting out there and starting websites and things, be careful. Be careful. Don't feel obligated to link to every animal group under the sun. Um, that's the last thing you should be doing as a vegan website because then you're not educating about veganism, are you? It's confusing to, and it's overwhelming. Um, keep it clear. Keep it clear that veganism is about not using animals. Make that really, really clear. Just because these groups, these animals, Australians, safe and all that, just because there are vegans standing up there, that doesn't mean you're obligated to to promote the campaigns that they're doing that have nothing to do with veganism. I would hope that that would be really clear. And I just stay really far away from that kind of thing. I don't promote it. I don't send people there because I don't want to send people to there. I don't want to send people to misinformation or to confusing information or to um, things that compromise the moral message. So I am limited. Well, like I said, I just really want people to learn Gary Francione's work um, and read his books and watch his videos. And I just, I'm still, I'm still really wanting to do some of the things that I've been inspired to do, um, like for example in Brazil there's Gefran, G-E-F-R-A-N, and they have been educating people about the theory and holding talks and things like that. They're very much better organized than me and they have a lot more um, social skills perhaps than I do because they certainly have a lot more people um, helping them. But I really, I mean my dream is like to screen the abolitionist approach videos, especially the first one, Theory of Animal Rights, to a captive audience and talk about those concepts that are in that video um, and also maybe to have book readings. I, I heard that um, some people in, in Boston were doing book readings about Gary Francione's books. I mean, so those are the kind of things that I'm interested in doing. But um, I mean, no matter what, if just be very careful that you're pointing people to the the message that there is this unequivocal moral baseline, it's veganism, you don't use animals at all, you don't promote the use of them, you eliminate your participation in animal use, and it's basically promoting veganism, educating others, and um, and the abolitionist um, approach um, posters and things have um, also really pushed the idea of adoption and fostering 
which is definitely a, a part of animal rights because they those animals need homes. They are refugees. They are I mean, refugees. Is is not even doesn't even really cover it. What what what, what has happening to them? Um, we don't systematically eliminate um, you know thousands and thousands of human refugees uh, because we supposedly have nowhere to put them. So it's it's even it's worse than that. But but it is. I mean, just look at the abolitionist approach. Um, website um that's that's just on facebook i should say um the abolitionist approach facebook page and you'll see all these posters and they have a very clear message um go vegan educate others adopt foster um and um you know let's just really keep it focused and if you're going to start a vegan website or a vegan group or, or 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 a vegan podcast or something don't confuse don't please don't link it with animal welfare in any way shape or form please help us make it really really clear that it has nothing to do with that and that it's completely separate it's about veganism it's about animal rights it's about living without using other animals it's about abolishing the property status of animals and um, creating a vegan world so um, I hope that that made sense and you know that that's um, maybe people can sort of think about that and um, maybe if you're going to start a vegan website maybe you'll think a little more carefully about um, what you put on there and um, what kind of message you're giving out and, and who you're what you're pointing people to and what you're associating it with um, and just be really clear and um, if you if you do link say to a food recipe website, you know, um, make it clear that it's just about the vegan food that you're linking. I mean, that that particular food recipe website might have its own link list, which has all these welfare groups on there, and you know that kind of thing. It can get be a real pain in the in the behind. But you can um, you can at least make it really clear. You're responsible for your website, your voice, your message. So be responsible and remember the victims. Always remember the victims and animal welfare does not help them it does not help them so first and foremost learn about that um, anyway I'm gonna stop rambling now I hope that that made sense um, anyway um, it was sort of like I said inspired by some recent things that I was looking at and um, and I mean I'm glad don't get me wrong I'm glad there's more <laughs> vegan promotion out there but we do have to be really vigilant and we can't we're not just gonna be quiet about it and we can't allow it to be um, swallowed up by uh, the welfarist movement. Um, veganism is not just another way of reducing suffering. It's not. It's a fundamental issue of justice. Um, anyway, it's a fundamental issue of justice. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to my rambling. Um, sorry it took me so long to do this podcast. And um, I'm going to go and do my street stall this week, hopefully. Um, it's been raining so much. And then when it's been really beautifully sunny, I've had family obligations. And I'm just, I'm much, I'm really sad about that. I love doing my street stall. But um, it's that time of year where it just rains, rains, rains. So I'm hoping to get out there and do it soon and then maybe my next podcast I can talk about some of that. I've got this new series that I started on my Facebook page called um, Things I Wish I Had Said But Didn't. There's a cup. there's like four or five of them, I already wrote them down on, on Facebook, that I've never been able to get out of my mind. Like I want to go back in time so badly to that moment, but I can't. But um, so they don't, I mean, I don't have thousands of them, thank goodness, because I'm learning now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at responding to certain things, but at the street store, there's always inevitably one moment where I, it goes over and over in my head, over and over, like somebody, a non-vegan will say something, and in that moment, 
I won't say what I wish I had said. So um, maybe I'll be adding to that series if I get to do another street stall before too long and I'll publish it um, on my Facebook page. I really hope that they help other people. I think that sharing those kind of things do help each other. Sharing vegan advocacy stories does help each other. Just try not to be hopeless and defeatist about it. That's all I ask. Okay, um, anyway, enjoy the rest of your time and thanks so much for listening and I'll be back. Bye.